You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Squirrels, welcome back to another episode of Squirrel Talk Podcast. Voting is now closed for the Canadian Podcast Awards. I hope that you voted. I know I did. Um, uh, our guest tonight is a multi-nominated and I think former winner, but we're going to have this confirmed in a moment. Um, but I'm very excited to get to our guest. But first, we have to introduce our very special co-host every single week for Drag Race Down Under. It's Hillary Yoss. I'm so special. S P E S C I L E I'm so special. Woo 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 woo. Hey, girl. Uh, what a beautiful song was that one that you sung on Thursday for your new Instagram show. Oh, I didn't realize you were talking about my new Instagram show. Yes. Mm, it's called Instagram <laughs> show with Hillary on Thursdays. It was at seven at 7 p.m., but it's no longer at 7 p.m. It's a very creative title. It, it, yeah, it's Instagram show with Hillary on Thursdays at 7 p.m. It's at 9 p.m. now. Great. 9 p.m. is actually a much better time for me on a Thursday. So thank actually you Actually 10. Actually and... 10 p.m. maybe. I don't know. But uh... well, whatever, whatever time you are ready is when it starts. We're on your clock, Hillary. Well, no, because I was I was thinking like an old, old lady. And uh, I was like, oh, seven's a fun time Then I can, you know, watch Matlock and go to bed. But I did. I, uh, I realized nobody is awake at that time. People are sleeping in longer and longer as the pandemic progresses. So I, I think this moving it back a little bit might be a good idea. And yeah, I play the I play the ukulele. Do it at two a.m. Do it at two a.m. I play the ukulele now. Because <laughs> you you are a musician, you do it all. You're a jack of all trades. Listen, we have Hugh in our family who plays the accordion, and we have you who plays the ukulele. Also, sorry, sorry to interrupt right now about you, but I want to announce because we haven't announced this. We are going to be covering Drag Race Espana which yes. airs on airs on Sundays and our episode will be coming out on Wednesdays and it will be me and our brother Hugh co-hosting that show with a slew of Spanish speaking guests. We are not going to do the podcast in Spanish, but we're going to pick people from that world who are watching the show and want to cover it with us. So please join us tomorrow, Wednesday for Drag Race España coverage with me and Hugh right here on Squirrel Talk, two episodes a week now. Yay, Yay. so much Drag Race. We're so excited by it. We, I know, it's too effing much. Drag Race All-Stars was just announced. 18 yeah. new seasons are currently filming. Drag, so Drag Race Canada, it's... Drag Race um, The Moon, Drag Race uh, uh -huh. uh, Scarborough is starting in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Drag Race Galaxy 2. Yeah, Drag um, Race The Movie, The Book. The, the illustration <laughs> is starting drag race and... toilet paper oh yeah well that that's been out there for a while i don't you yes. use drag race brand toilet paper it's um you, you can't... i just order scripts <laughs> and i use it i, swear. <laughs> I order transcripts of the show exactly yeah yeah okay so uh moving on why don't we introduce our guests so that the people don't have to put up with our really terrible jokes let's let's do it people are sick of us already we've been doing this for five weeks now i'm sick of myself 
I'm sick of you too. <laughs> okay, listen, our guest, I'm very excited. It is the host of the Bedpost podcast and the Bedpost live show when live shows were happening. It is the one and only Erin Pym. Oh my God, hello, Ooh. hello, and welcome to me. Hello, and welcome to you indeed. Erin, <laughs> we're so happy to have you on our pod. It's payback because you have had me and Vicky as guests on your pod previously. And not me. Yeah. How special. I feel really warm and welcome. <laughs> Hillary, consider this your open invitation. I'm I'm open and waiting for you, baby. You better be bitch. You better, better be, be bitch. <laughs> Should we just record an episode of Bedpost right now? <laughs> yeah, let's just divert this whole thing and talk no, about fucking. No, no, Don't take this from me, Selena. Like you take all the gigs. You're right. Um, I'm going to step aside and let you guys have it. I'll just turn off my camera. So Aaron Pym, Aaron Pym. Yes, um, yes. Bed, Bedpost podcast. Uh, I assume you're a representative, a representative from IKEA or something like that, or like Yisk, Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> Bed Bath and Bed Post, Bed Post Podcast is Beyond. That what, is that what this is all about? You're, you know, you like to build things. Very close. I like to do things with my hands. That's a fisting mm. joke. Um, no, I do. Uh, podcast is all about sex and sexuality, and um, no kink of pride. I'm just kidding. Kink of pride. Um, Aaron, tell us all about the Bedpost podcast. Why do you do it? What do you love about it? What do we get out of it? Let's listen to it, everybody. Oh my God, everybody just stop listening to this podcast and turn on mine. Just um, go on it's... over. We're all in the show in our family. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm um, a kink practitioner, uh, which means I'm a professional dominatrix. And also I've done a lot of a lot of crazy shit in the sex and sexuality field. Um, I'm a professional erotica writer. I'm a burlesque mm -hmm. dancer. I work at Oasis. I worked at uh, sex doing sex toy retail forever. I'm a sex educator. I'm a kink educator. Blah, 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 blah. So um, I like to interview people who just have passions about sex your resume has a lot of sex on it is it just like it's all Aaron sex Kim and just like line after line of like sex 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 sex, <laughs> sex more sex it's so true <laughs> i actually um I, I, um, the, I, I'm trying to say auditioned. I interviewed. That's what a normal job's called. That's, I interviewed yeah, for a job um, <laughs> at a, a sex worker resource center recently, and I, oh. I'm so happy that I, the kind of jobs that I apply for, typically on the cover letter, you can just say that you're slutty, and that's like a good thing, <laughs> and like yeah. we'll get you the interview, you know. This is what gets you the interview. This is like the only requirement. Yeah, mention your slutty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love 100%. it. 100%. Listen, as a fellow slut, I am mm -hmm. so happy to have you here. Um, because, listen, I love to talk about sex. I love to make sex a part of my brand. But also yes. be family friendly in another way. So, like, this is why I think bring the kids to kink pride. That's what yes. I'm saying. Oh, I mean, we're not doing right. like kink scenes in the street. Like there's a separate place if you want to actually yes. fuck people. Like, but all you're seeing when, when we mean kink at Pride, all we mean is like, you're going to be seeing people wearing leather and stuff like that. It's yeah. really not different at all from your regular Pride. It's just mm -hmm. that kinksters are there. They're not actually doing kink unconsensually public play in front of children. Nobody wants to do that. No, that's what we save that. 
that, for. Exactly. We save that for Folsom. We save that for the tents that are 18 plus. So yeah, I want I want to see some I want to see some butts uh-huh. and leather chaps. Yes, please. I want to see leather daddies mm-hmm. on their yes. sexy motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I want to That's see that. All I want to see. I want to see the daddies oh, yes. of the kids in I want to see the daddies wearing the actual dads. Dads. Yeah, leather actual dads. Fathers. Yes. Yeah. Leather fathers. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. People dressed in people dressed in like a sensible button down shirt and a tie and a and you know, um a, a comb over. You know, real dad. You know, that's kind of what I'm Listen, I'm not mad at that kink. Al Bundy (laughs) coming home and putting Mm -hmm. his hand down his pants while holding the remote is Mm -hmm. what got me going as a child. I am all about that. This is interesting to me because as you were talking about kink, (laughs) I, I thought about what kink means. And I was like, kink, it really is whatever you can be into. But so often it's thought of as like, deviant acts and i'm like well no not necessarily it's such a wide category do you agree with that definitely it's a very vague term and i think even professional king practitioners struggle to kind of (laughs) define what it means you know what i mean but the thing is about it uh for me the main thing i cling on to is it's subversion it's Mm. um you know it's it's doing everything but the kind of heteronormative script that we're usually taught you know especially as like cis men and cis women having sex it's like let's do not that (laughs) yeah let's do shit that's like ooh taboo and and bad but i mean it, it just feels so good and it's consensual. So, so you're saying having, having, having sex and having sex and drag with my fiance would be not kink. It could be because I'm- wait, cause you're, cause you're, you're playing the role of a housewife. <laughs> yes. That's called role play. Mm, oh, <laughs> there you go. Hillary, you are not somebody you, you don't really like um, portray sexuality as Hillary. No, um, no, not do really. You, but I want to know. Do, do you? Do you and Adam actually have sex and drive? Yeah. Do you kai kai? We, do we you don't. Do we don't have sex at all. We're like practically asexual. <laughs> We're like real married people. I mean, I, I, I think you don't understand. Like real married people, we don't even look at each other anymore. Like, oh, oh, ah. I mean, that's kind of a kink too. Chastity is a kink, right? <laughs> Orgasm yeah. denial, orgasm control. Those are all kinks. So depending where your mind is at when you're doing playing these types of roles, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's weird. Like I'm not, I'm not personally the most sexual person. I don't have the hugest kind of libido. So it's like I, mm-hmm. I've always found it's an interesting kind of academic thing when I think about things like kink and stuff. I'm like, that's nice. Let's go make a sandwich. <laughs> You know, <laughs> um, I will out myself right here, right now, as someone who has had sex in drag. It's not fun. But, but, I can but imagine like, it being difficult. There's a lot just, of things to manage. There's a lot of things. Your makeup comes off. Like mm-hmm. it's just like I don't find it very fun. Um, but I want to say I got like my knowledge of kink back in like early 2000s, late 90s. There was that show on the show called Kink on Showcase. Do you remember? Did you ever watch, did you ever have Showcase, have access to that when you were younger? Uh, no, unfortunately. You mean like one of those with... documentary series that's kind of trying to be edgy and yes. they're like, oh, look, people in leather. Yes. And they call it K. 
king. And they have like a, a theme song that's like, king, 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 king. That's king. totally it. <laughs> I'm loving this like, dance that I'm seeing right now. <laughs> Guys, you got to subscribe to Patreon to see this video. Yeah. King, 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 king. Yeah. Right? That's it. That's it's a great it dance. Is. It's a great song. But no, you hit the nail on the head. And it starred Todd. I don't remember his last name, but he owned Club 120. Okay, which yeah. Is closed. Oh, I don't remember. Hmm. And like, I think Nina Arsenault was part of this as well. Uh huh. Um, but it was a show on Showcase back in the day, back when like in the Queer as Folk days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where that's where I got my knowledge of. Oh, it's Canadian. Now. Canadian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand and one. It says. There you go. Early two thousands. We did okay, it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm unfamiliar. Yeah. I'll have to go and revisit. Erin, you are a huge Drag Race fan, correct? This is true. Oh, couldn't be truer. Yes, big, aye, huge, aye, aye. I massive. Have to ask, you've been watching this season. How do you feel about it? Oh, baby, it's it's questionable. <laughs> yeah, <gasps> it's questionable. Um, the fact that I wasn't quite caught up and then had to catch up on the weekend and I had to power watch a bunch of down under uh-huh. drag race. I was like, Oh, oh. this is slightly painful. And I'm a huge fan. And this is slightly right. painful to, to get through. Yeah. It is. It is getting increasingly more difficult to cover this show. And I don't know if you know the background of most of the cast. I know the know background the- of some of the cast, unfortunately. Okay. This, so you, so you, you know what I'm alluding to. We're going to talk a lot about this because it comes up on the episode. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Locked and loaded, aye, baby. Aye, 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 aye. That's all I have to say about it. Aye, yeah. aye, 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 My new single on iTunes. King. Well, should we get All into right. the episode and try and crack this egg, this rotten, smelly egg? Yeah. You know how when you crack an egg, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> green stuff comes out? That's what this episode was to me. Uh-huh. Well, most of this. <laughs> like, it's just a bad bunch of eggs. And I don't blame some of the queens, because yeah. actually, about half of the queens I adore. I adore. Door, and about half of the queens I detest. I detest. And I think it's easy to tell which is which. Yeah. We all know who you mean. Yes. Yeah. I love, I love Aaron. Like right now, I love Aaron and I hate Selena. Oh okay. my God. <laughs> you love Listen. me? Come on my podcast. Come on my podcast. Okay. Oh, come right on my podcast. Come on my. I would podcast. love to come on your podcast. Come right on my podcast. Wait, is this a dirty joke? I think it's a dirty joke. Well, I'll come on your podcast <laughs> as long as you let me. Love it. Come on my big hairy podcast. Okay, um, Aaron, as okay. you were saying, a favorite person who left, oh, Anita. Yes. We lost. Probably my favorite. My favorite. Me competitor. too. My yeah. favorite. What my favorite? I actually got a little sad because yeah. I was like, I think this was the only thing I am enjoying about this season, this series. Yeah. I really thought I thought I really thought Anita was on the track to be top three. <sighs> Me too. I was really looking forward to it, and she's yes. just so positive, such a positive energy, and yes. just other overall weirdness, kind of weird vibes happening with the rest of the show. She was like this little bright yeah. spot. And she's smile. And she was talented. And in my opinion, did the better lip sync. Karen was so boring in that lip sync for me. 
Yeah, Karen was kind of playing it yeah. kind of like like dry, you know? Yeah. Like dry humor. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was a little too real. Not enough drag to me. It was a little too realness. Uh, I mean, but Kita's, Kita's adorable if too. I, I mean. If I can't goodness, have a need, I'll take there. Kita, you know? Now yeah, Kita's seriously. my my person, I think. Yeah, Kita's the one that rises up that we root for. Etcetera, for some reason, is like, now that Anita's gone, Kita is going to have to step up because her, like, her partner is gone. But it's like, first of all, she's <laughs> playing as an individual. And second of all, you have been safe every week uh-huh. or in the bottom. So who are you to talk about about uh-huh. Kita needing to step up? They they were really they were really playing up this like producery moment stuff a lot this episode. I noticed a lot yes. of like producery moments where like Prompting I can tell a producer is coming over and being like, Wow, <laughs> look at you two. You're the only two Kiwis left. Look at these Australians. What do you think about that? Eh? And they're like, Yeah, you're right, Electra. We better huddle in this corner for no reason and talk about the fact that <laughs> totally. we're the only two Kiwis. They now. actually acknowledged on air that it's filmed in New Zealand. They don't ever talk about how it's filming, where it's filming. That's a good but, point. Yeah, but Kita is actually like, but it's filmed in New Zealand. And I'm like, I've never heard them talk about production during the main show. Maybe a little bit in Untucked, but not in the regular. Yeah, and she says that because she's like, I think we're just the token New Zealanders because it's filmed here, so they had to include us. That's why she, yeah. why she mentioned it, which is good. I guess kind of some interesting politics there, but yeah. Mm. Considering that on the show House of Drag, which Kita hosted and Electra was on, um, that show was way more POC friendly and like way more like representation friendly than this show that we're watching, which is way more mainstream. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know about this yeah. whole series. I'm kind of like, I think we need to just end it now. <laughs> yeah. Like the fact that I'm sure you two have covered this, but the fact that there's just no Queens of color to be seen <laughs> anywhere. Uh-huh. And, and then they brought back art, like they eliminated three and then brought back the one white queen. It's like, I think this episode is very um, like, is, is bringing all this to a head kind of. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because we have covered this. But a point that I didn't even consider, which Tash Riot mentioned in in her um, Down Under Talk video, was that they brought back the person with the worst attitude. The person who walked out flipping off production. Yeah, she was pissed. Yeah, and like that's the person they chose to bring back. The person with the stinky attitude? Mm -hmm. Over JoJo Zaho, who was eliminated first and didn't get a chance to like really show us what she can do i'm just and coco jumbo who was just another like bright spot you know you just love to see her and you wanted to see her perform you wanted to see more of her on tv but there Mm -hmm. she goes and then they bring back art so okay i see you i see you rupaul yeah they bring them back and then or they bring back art and then um decide to have a conversation about race with no racialized people in the room okay so let's get to that in a minute (laughs) The worst. Um, <laughs> so we have talked about this as well for the last four weeks they haven't done she already done had hers is in the video i noticed that too i was like oh are we saying that in this series yeah that's the first time i heard it right and then they, they brought it back in for this episode which was quite odd i was like did they just forget what's happening <laughs> um so we get to the mini challenge our mini challenge is everyone's favorite yes the reading challenge Oh yeah, they read each other. 
I forgot. How did we? Yes, easily. <laughs> it took a bit of reading. It did a bit of reading. I actually thought I was, I was like, just depending on looking at how the rest of this season was gone, I had really low bar for the yeah. reading challenge. And I was pleasantly surprised, actually. There are some good reads in there. There are three particularly that I can remember that were good. Well, what were your faves? Hit us with your favorite Give us ones. Your faves. Faves. It was. Faves. Faves. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, it was, you know, I know you've had to have a COVID test to get on the show, but maybe you should go back and recheck because you've clearly lost your yes. sense of taste. Like, I like that. that. On, thought that was good. It was current, oh, topical. That was, that was art, art Simone. That was yep. art. And, yep. and then, of course, just, just saying, electroshock, man. <laughs> Kita, it, that was just, great delivery. That's it. That's good delivery. I love that. Man. <laughs> Man, yeah, and then man. oh, what? <laughs> dot dot dot, <laughs> man, and then everybody waited, 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 and then got it. It was yeah. just good timing on it. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, what was the what was the other one? Do you have a favorite? Maybe it will be um one of the three. I liked Maxi Glamours. I don't remember the first one she said, but the second one she said was that Scarlet and Scarlet Adams is so stupid. Oh, she doesn't have anything going on in between her ears. Unless she's sucking a dick. Unless she's sucking a dick. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah, that is good. I don't know. Some of them were weird. Like, but it's also very generic. <sighs> Etc. decided to do like, oh, you enjoy hemorrhoids or something like that. It was kind of dumb. Karen? I kind of liked that. I thought I was like, that's nonsensical yeah. and abstract <laughs> and, and just funny. Like, it's just weird. It's like, what does it mean? I like it, though. I like that one, actually. Yeah. You look like someone that enjoys hemorrhoids. That's like funny. I like that. I wonder if... <laughs> I can't even read my writing. Karen did the the one that I've heard before, which is kind of a hack joke. It's like, da-da-da-da-da, fuck off, um, which is all right. Well, that right. is actually Kita and Anita's sign-off. It is! From show. House of Drag! I was wondering. Yeah. From House of Drag. That's how they, they say goodbye to everybody. Kita must have been... I was wondering. Boiling. Oh, my God. Well, she said it to Kita, and I think Kita... I'm sure she thought it was funny. I thought it was kind of basic, but... I knew I missed some reference. Yeah. Because I was like, this isn't funny. Yeah. So I knew there had to be more, it you was, know? I, you know what? My favorite part of the whole reading challenge was when Electra goes to grab the glasses from the pick member and she just goes, How are you, you doing? <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. How are you doing? Hey. Hey. Yeah. I really love that, yeah. too. It was, it was kind of hot. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, her reads aren't that good. But, I mean, you, you're a pole dancer, right? Sit on this. Uh, was pretty good. I... Her delivery just sucks. She Sit on this and spin. Her delivery just sucks. She sucked. said that with anger. She said it with anger. She said it as like she meant it. Yeah. But it's a funny, it's a funny joke, but if you, you just have to do it right. Just like, oh, you like pole dancing, yeah? Sit on this. Like, I don't know. Just like there's Sit on this and spin. Um I don't know. Um, I wanna say oh wait, do do you have any more that you loved, Hillary? Uh, I don't know. Arts were good uh, in general. <laughs> I just I just really liked Kita. Like she called uh, somebody, et cetera, et cetera, full of herself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that was funny. And then also wake the yes. fuck up. Um, yeah. I don't know. She was just funny. I guess Art had the most. She said, Karen, you're, uh, when I win this, you can do my taxes or something, which is fun. Oh, I, I remembered the one. I remembered the yes. one. So sorry to interrupt. It was um, saying et cetera, et cetera's pronouns are they, them. Yes. As in you will not see them in the top three right. because they have been yeah. cut long before <laughs> yeah. then or whatever it was. Yeah. 
That was my other one that I really liked, yeah. the they, them. Yeah. It was a great use of that joke. Um, that was yeah. so good. And so Art said that joke. And Art, okay, Art wins the reading challenge. Yeah. Which you could tell because every reading challenge, they show two reads from each person, except the winner who gets three reads in. Yeah, three, three reads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's an Easter egg. Yeah, whoever gets three reads in is always the winner. Mm, mm. Good to know. Yep, the producers really need to change that up. <laughs> you said something about the buffet of butt ends, and that was like a walkaway line or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, she got a lot more attention than everybody else. I mean, that's also common with having someone come back and then they've got to they've got to produce them to do kind of well. So to To justify them, make it look like they're a threat and to justify. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, art is very talented. Art deserves any wins they're going to get. But there was no reason to bring them back. Well, yeah, (laughs) there was no. That's that's kind of how that's that's exactly how I'm feeling about it. Like. Here's the thing. If I got eliminated from Drag Race uh, and I was going through it and I was like, okay, I'm done. Fine. Let's deal with this and my emotions. And then suddenly I'm back. Uh, I would yeah. enter the room, even if I was so talented, which I am. Um, I would feel I would feel stunted. I would feel stunted. And I feel like art, ever since art has come back, they have like this blank gaze, just kind of like, what am I doing here? Should I be here? Should I have yelled at RuPaul like I... that? Should I have got my manager to get me back on the show? Or whatever it was. <laughs> because you you will know what episode do they usually bring someone back on. Like, it's not the third one no, already. Like, it seems one. so premature. Like, no one wanted anyone back at that point. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know what I mean? Like, usually it's later, and then it's a surprise. Like, you're about to go into the top five or yeah. something. And surprise, you get someone back. Yeah. Or there's some twist. But it was, like, for no reason. And way, way before anybody wanted someone to come back. <gasps> yeah. It made no sense. And this is only an eight-episode series with only ten queens. Like, like let's not backtrack here. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, we don't have got time for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused, but it's 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 really creating a weird dynamic, and I'm starting to see how it's affecting the other girls, but also just the competitor herself. And I I don't know what to think about it. I think it was so bizarre. She just she just needs it to leave. Bizarre. She just needs to leave. And yes, she is talented, and she was funny, but like all of it is done with such little enthusiasm at this point. Listen, after mm-hmm. they do the reading challenge, they are like talking about it. And then Karen is like, hey, et cetera, I thought you'd be funnier. And then <laughs> et cetera is like, did you think that I'd be shady? She's like, I'm not shady. Other people are shady. And it's like, bitch, you're the shadiest one. You and Scarlett. Yeah, everyone was like, yes, I did think that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know what it is about. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't know what I it did. is about. I think it's just, you know, when you're young and like youngish in general, like, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. like finding yourself like you you're 20 for a couple of years or just turning 20 and you you have a couple of really good skills that you've worked on and you're good at it and you're really good and et cetera, et cetera, is absolutely that mm-hmm. and comes from perhaps a little bit of a privileged background and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But they just don't have this breadth of knowledge of experience that allows them to ground that and like give it context and like see themselves 
through the trees. Yeah. That not everybody develops. Yeah. Not everyone develops a skill. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, Selena. Mm-hmm. But, um, y- you know. Hey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but. You see how she treats me? <laughs> oh, I see it. But um, she really needs to look at herself in the mirror and see how yeah. she comes across. And it is tough because she is a they them non-binary identity going hardcore into that but and that creates a big barrier a very thick barrier but she's so hard and such a bitch like ah. yeah she has a really bad Aaron I don't know if you know this but she has a really bad reputation back where she's from a lot of people consider her to be Mm, a bully to be a mean-spirited person Okay, well, she's certainly not likable right. just watching her on the series. Right. She's certainly not a character that I'm like, oh, I like her. Yeah. Like, I think it was only in this episode that I kind of saw them, you know, in their, like, cute little dresses that they bring into the workroom. And, like, I think I really liked them in the on their runway this week. But before that, I was like, no, I, I'm not drawn to this person. This was the first episode that I was like, oh, okay, I can kind of yeah. get with this a little bit. Yeah, like, she has a lot of knowledge about things that are, like, in the woke scope, as someone yeah. called her woke earlier. Um, so she is really intelligent. She Mm -hmm. speaks really well Mm -hmm. on social issues and stuff like that. But I think she just conducts herself in a really ugly way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Now, okay. So RuPaul tells us that our main challenge is going to be commercials. They have to make an advertisement for a yeast product. Yeast spread. Why yeast? What's happening? Like Carmite. Like Vegemite, Marmite, or... Marmite, it's, uh, it's yeah, a yeah, popular yeah. Australian Vegemite, spread, yeast spread. And of course, let's uh-huh. not leave the elephant in the room waiting here because, and uh, I'm not talking about myself, I'm talking about Selena again. Um, but... <laughs> Thank you for noticing I have gained some COVID weight. Hey, girl. <laughs> I'm glad you found my lost pounds. Um so the elephant, of course, is that yeast spread is perhaps a little bit of a typical hacky drag joke about yeast and women and yeast infections and all this right. shit. And a lot of the queens nap it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I wonder if there's going to be pussy jokes. Like, yeah. come on. Here's the thing with this that that is like just kind of just not smart as a choice like in what you're gonna do with your commercial is like if RuPaul makes the joke when announcing the thing uh-huh. which she does mm-hmm. RuPaul makes a pussy joke about yeast spread when she's announcing that it's the topic for the commercials so from there like don't choose that because yeah. it's been done that is what yeah that's what like that's why she chose the product so now you need to be smarter uh-huh. to do something that is not a pussy joke in your commercial yeah, uh-huh. because she presented it with the pussy joke so you're now going to do a pussy joke as your commercial and rupaul's going to be like i i literally that was the first thing i said about it yeah. so how is this going to impress me or surprise would, would you me say or, that yeah, that's an if, excellent if point if you're doing a yeast joke you need to rise to the occasion 
perhaps. perhaps See, I like that. I like. I need more wordplay. I need more cleverness. Make a better choice than pussy jokes. <laughs> See, I I would have made it about bread. Right? That was one of the things I was thinking. I would have made it about bread, or I would have made it about spread, like spreading STIs, like sp- you know, like, yes. like super spreader, a super spreader event, coronavirus. Don't get sourdough. It's not worth it. There you go. <laughs> See, I think you could have been so yeah. much smarter about it. There's more it. to yeast I'm than yeast infections. Puns. Come on, yeast is everywhere. Yeast is literally everywhere. It's used in baking. It's used. In, I don't know. It's a bacteria. There's there's more to it than just yeast infections. What about? How about let's talk about other yeast infections other than women's yeast infections. Athlete's foot, dandruff. Like it's everywhere. There you go. That would have been a you good. You know, like ugh. I didn't realize all yeah. those were examples of yeast. Yeah, they can be. Um, okay, I just want to say I don't know if you'll remember this, but back in the nineties there was a commercial where a woman came on screen and said, Yeast infection. <laughs> Guys, now that you're squirming, let's see what else is on TV. And then a little a little thing of a little TV playing football came on in the corner. And then she's like, okay, oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I, remember. <laughs> I like that. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah. I think about this commercial daily. And I've been looking. Yeah, unless you're making a very specific reference to something, like it's just this general kind of lame hack subject matter. So I like that if they would have gone for a very specific TV reference. Yeah. And I kind of felt that vibe when she was like, let's talk about discharge. I thought she was going to go into like a sexual education moment. Or a woman's product commercial, like a like a you know, uh, a pad or something like, like yeah. leave the guys watching their football yes. and let's talk about discharge. You know, like I, I need more specific yes. specificity. Granted, I don't know if they had that commercial down under. <laughs> and but something, something, do something, do something. Do something. Yeah. Now yeah. we do get to the commercials, uh, to filming the commercials, and Suzanne Paul is there, who apparently is like. The big infomercial lady oh, down under, I guess, in New Zealand. In New Zealand. Is she in Australia? I don't know. I'm guessing. She's down there. You know, she's the, what? She's she... the Tony Little of New Zealand. <laughs> Tony Little. She <laughs> is not a fan of drag queens, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that fair to say. First, that is my first thought. I was like, who is this? Who is this woman who clearly does not like kink, 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 yeah. kink, 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 and they bring her on a drag show? Yeah, that was a choice. That was like, she was, she just did not understand or care for any of the dirty humor, which is what we do. Did you, it's did you see Michelle Visage literally beside her? She, like, every time the drag queen said, like, anything, the drag queen would come out and be like, hello, I've got my yeast and I'm going to make a joke. And, and then Michelle's just like, oh my God, they said drag queen. And I'd be like, huddles and it's like, yeah. I, have, I have to explain this to yeah. you. I'm going to explain this to you because you're a dumb person who doesn't know anything and shouldn't be here. <laughs> like... <laughs> Or she was like apologizing for them, which was kind of funny. She was like, I'm so so sorry. sorry. (laughs) What are you sorry for, Michelle? You're the one who brought the bitch here. Like, come on. Fucking Suzanne Paul's like, can you call my agent, please? I have something to talk to them about. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, seriously, she was not briefed like at all. Yeah, yeah, there was no warning for. What oh my god, let me explain. Watch. Briefs, Snatches. briefs mean you know underwear. It's it's a very sensible garment, Suzanne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there anything that stood out to any of you during the making of the commercials? Not really. I found it really boring. Yeah, I found I really liked yeah. Electra's energy. I liked that she came in there. She knew what she wanted. She was able to direct. She yes. was very funny. I was Me disappointed. I, yeah. I will say, I'll say, I was disappointed by some people. I was disappointed by Karen from finance. I thought she lacked conviction. Me too. Like she was very like deer in the headlights. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Art Simone and I have been Maxie, and Maxie obviously too. Well, but Maxie, those are two no, people no, no. that you expect to rise to the occasion. Rise no, to the occasion. I thought I thought Maxie was fine. She was making fumbles. But we all saw Lawrence Cheney's struggle bus, uh, and fumbles don't mean a bad product. And she yep. was giving it; like, it was still fine. Yeah. I don't if know. anything, it usually telegraphs that they're going to surprise us and do well suddenly. If they really like micro focus on like them just stumbling over one line, yeah. it usually means that they did fine. It was just a ten second moment where they couldn't fucking get their mouth around the words. I agree with one that. part that I really liked was. Um, art is started to kind of have some fumbles and i actually appreciated this from michelle when she was like i see what you're doing don't, go there. don't, don't let go that there. happen you know forgive yourself and move yeah, on don't go I there love- i love that i was like see that's what you should be doing yeah. not like giving them nooch expression watching them try and be funny like you know help the bitches yeah. come on i loved that moment and michelle is so good at that at like seeing what the problem is and like stopping it and fixing i wish it. i like, had has really i wish i had michelle visage in the room sometimes when i'm doing my character comedy alone in a room to a video camera because I, I, I often yeah. play really stupid or depressing or mean characters. You know, like they're all, you know, they're characters. They're kind of stupid and weird. And, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, when I'm inhabiting these bodies of these weird people, and I'm already weird, let's face uh-huh. it. Um, uh-huh. I, like, I, I get to the end of like my 20, 30 minutes of like going and improvising and I'm going to edit it and cut it together. And then by the end, I'm just like looking at the wall like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And, um, (laughs) (laughs) but like you go there and then I watch the footage afterwards and I'm like, Oh, this is great. I can totally edit this, but you go there. You can go there. Yeah. And, uh, it's really, you are someone who like will really, you'll really lose yourself in the character and like really embody them. Um, whereas I'm super phony and <laughs> I'm always on the outside <laughs> looking. In. It's all very presentational. It's yeah. all very yeah. It's all very surface. It's all very surface with me. Which is why, which um, is why I'm in drag today, and Selena never shows up. <clears throat> that's right. We got Nikki Nazarella. Hey everybody, I'm Nikki Nazarella. Um, <laughs> um, anything else? Anything else? I don't know. Uh, Art was a little bit all over the place, though. So that was a little disappointing to see that she got in her head that way. Yeah, but, but she didn't seem to be doing that bad to me, to tell you the and truth. And the other... Aside from that moment. No, and I was just happy to see someone not doing, you know, the the yeah. the, the joke yeah. that everybody's doing. I was just happy to see them doing yeah, something different. but at the uh-huh. same time, some people who were not doing the joke were going into, like, territory that was just, like, bad taste. Like, et cetera, et cetera, is piss jokes were just in my opinion yeah. like 
jokes? Were there, Were there jokes? jokes? Is this funny? <laughs> As RuPaul said, way too on the nose. Way too on the nose. Yes, I, that I agree with. I also appreciate Electra when she asked the pit crew member, are you okay with me simulating oral sex on you? Yeah. Show us the consent. Yeah, I love uh, it. Yeah, I love I it because I love it when it. a six foot tall drag queen grabs me, says, are you okay with me blowing you? And then proceeds to pretend to blow me. <laughs> and then is like, and then looks off screen and is like, Ugh, and then starts to blow me again. And is like, you are okay with that, right? Because that's how it works. What do you mean six feet? <laughs> Vicky is six four. Vicky six four. She's not six feet. Right? Vicky does that. Vicky has done that all the time. Vicky on our podcast, uh, Aaron literally uh, would slap, pretend to slap me, and I had to be, I had to pretend to be okay with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> The only pretending that was going on. (laughs) And I was like, oh, stop abusing me. Okay, I'm having fun too. It was was a real thing. I was there. Um, The next day when they all walk in, Electra comes in last and then just stops and like gives the camera this like sexy nod. <gasps> I saw that too, like a sup I nod. Felt yeah. something in my, lo- like Electra is really turning me on this episode. Like between <laughs> going up to the pit crew and saying like, how you doing? And then- What's going on? And then like the, the consent thing and then this head nod. Okay. I'm just kind of like, you're the trade. You're a hundred percent the trade of this yep. episode. Mm-hmm. Hard agree. Doesn't say a lot for Australians and Kiwis. They're all uggos. Ah, <laughs> zing. <laughs> Uh, now they immediately get into doing their makeup and art immediately asks the question that producer is fed to her which is here we go this is it this is it have you done anything in drag that you regret and then selena answered starting drag in the first place Uh, (laughs) you're killing me i hate you um yeah so scarlet we've talked about this on the show we've talked about her history with racism erin i don't know how deep you've looked into it or what you know about it you've looked into it i've looked into it i i know it's so funny um at the beginning of this episode matt just started to google because we're like fuck this with like just so many so many white voices in the room matt mccready your husband who is a wonderful comedian in toronto yeah and he's guested on very many podcast episodes in the sonar network Mm -hmm. um and um he he just at the beginning of this episode not knowing what was coming googled drag or stand under racism (laughs) and he looks at me and he's like First of all, he was the first thing he found, though, he was like, you said you liked Karen from finance, right? Uh And I was like, kind of. And he's like, okay, well, and then showed me some of the stuff Uh um, and then looked even further and was like, uh you don't like Scarlet, right? I was like, no, I don't why. And he's like, it's even worse. I was like, oh my God. So actually before this episode even got into it, we were on a deep dive. Yeah. Well, as soon as (laughs) the cast was announced, like everyone was like, why these people? Like, why? Oh my gosh. (sighs) Brutal. So like when you take the fact that they eliminated the only two BIPOC characters that they cast 
eliminated them in the first three episodes, brought back the one in the middle who was the white one to make those two BIPOC <laughs> people the only two people who were eliminated by the time. Anyway, yeah. and then and then they're not present for this conversation, which is so important. And I think intentional like i think like we can't bring up the scarlet thing until we get rid of the poc because they're gonna have too much to say about it and like of course uh, they needed scarlet to direct this narrative like they needed to you know kind of condense and be able to control this narrative which is scarlet being like i'm a different person Mm -hmm. i'm ashamed and i'm i've made reparations and i mean i'm moving forward so this is the hope for when we call people out we want people to learn and grow and be better however the fact that we that drag race has given this platform to not just her but karen as well and like listen here's the thing is art came out comes out on the show and says it's she says to Scarlett, it's strange to appropriate someone else's culture to make a joke of it. I would like you to know that, that Art Simone has a show called Yum Cha Bitch, which she, this is a Facebook post from Karen, from, from, from Art Simone saying, um, second show sees us bringing back our ever popular and ever culturally insensitive production, Yum Cha Bitch. And then here she is in like Asian garb, like she's just yeah. like Native cool. American, like she cool. is just as guilty. And here she is being like, "You can't joke about someone's culture." Well, bitch, you did it. Yeah, it really, you it really did is. It. That's this is the thing, you know. Aus- Australians tend to be a little bit backwards sometimes, and I, and I'm not saying like let's say this is a Canadian perspective, and not saying Canadians are without fault because we are all still dealing with our our issues and we have it well literally yes, two days we ago have, we have yeah. a huge issue yeah. with reconciliation that we need to it, it can't like this is a long story right like let's not get into it too much but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. constantly yeah. put the brakes mm-hmm. on reconciliation and what that means and we uh, i don't know what it is but it's shocking to see certain things in in uh, the australian drag scene as being taken for normal that are just not mm-hmm. yeah n- not appropriate here right now like i'm just yeah kind of shocked like even canada's drag race tried to be a diverse group as diverse as they were going and i, I think that's a good thing I don't, well, I don't know why I, I put a question mark at the end of that. This is just sensitive shit, people. Okay. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm a it's white true. lady talking about this stuff. And it's, I, I like, I, I'm, I'm trying to own my own uh, stuff every day. And oh, yeah. when I look at the international oh, yeah. community, sometimes I just get fucking upset because, you know, ugh. yeah. It's endless. It's endless. This classism, this classist racism, this sexism, this homophobia, these all these isms. It's just bullshit. Mm -hmm. Et cetera, et cetera is the one who is calling it out and like not accepting (laughs) um, Scarlett's apology. Good and good. What a Um, turnaround. What a turnaround. Yeah. And I like that she actually says like, she's like, you can say you're sorry, but it's your actions that matter. Yeah. Like it's it's like what you do to change your behavior yeah. and to like and to like I don't know reparations. <sighs> make and she also said like 
I can't even fathom how she said something like how getting into blackface or performing in blackface could be like an oopsie could be a mistake that like could be a I don't see how you can go that far yeah yeah. What was the exact word? Do you do you recall when she was talking about this? But she said, like, I don't see how that could be like just some little mistake that you made. Like that's further like it's oh not an she kind of talked about like yeah. yeah, it's not an honest mistake, thank you. Like cultural appropriation is one thing, but doing blackface mm-hmm. is another. It's very intentional. Very, very mm-hmm. intentional. So that's not like an honest mistake. So I was like, Yes, yeah, that's Somebody I think it, it depends good. on Thank how God, closed off your bubble of interaction with the world is. And I, I yes. guess what they're trying to say yeah. is that this is a very closed off bubble that still has a lot of learning to do. So, okay. I mean, apparently yeah. she'd been told many times and did not apologize for it before. You know what I mean? It's like now that she's on Drag Race, she's making it a point to apologize, but she never did before. no. I don't trust the bitch because she has put posts out that are just kind of like, oh, cancel me, why don't you, kind of attitude. And I'm like, no, you need to shut the fuck up, bitch, and just listen. Just listen! Agreed. Please. Thank you. Um, Electra, like to your point, Electra says to to et cetera when she's talking her points, and she's like, "I want to commend you. Like you're, you're so you're for someone who's so young, you are so intelligent and like so well spoken on this." But I don't, I don't think it goes that way. Like I think younger people are more educated and are smarter because, like my generation, when I grew up, and I'm sure you guys as well, um, I didn't have access to these conversations. Yeah. I didn't have. Like I had like a token, like I had people of color in my circle, but they were always the token, right? Like I didn't have a group of black people that I hang out with. Like I do now, back then I had one black friend, you know what I mean? Oh, so you're talking about your black friends now, are you? How appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) A bunch of white ladies Um, just sitting around. I know, I know you say you're Latinx, but you look pretty white to me, girl. Mm. Uh, you're correct about that (laughs) but i think like once i got twitter and like my and once i started like opening myself up to social circles that were not Mm -hmm. people like me then my world and my and my thought process expanded and i started to learn about like what my problematic behavior was and i was able to unpack that because like when you have a token friend they're not in a safe space to tell you what you're doing wrong Right, they're gonna laugh at you, and it's not their job. It's, to and do it's not that their job. Also. Yeah, yeah. No, they're yeah. just trying so to survive. Like, but I don't know. We're 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 around forty. We're all around forty. Yeah. We do like we have access to Twitter, and like, do Aussies and Kiwis not have access? No, to Twitter? they, they like, don't have anything. What's what's they the use, thing? Um, you know those you know those bones <laughs> in a cup that you just kind of throw, and you're like, oh, oh. That's how that's how they watch yeah. television. That's how they watch the last episodes of The Simpsons, which is all they get. Yeah, that's it. Okay, the great. Yeah. Good to know. Okay, well, there's yeah. their problem. Yeah, they just do like little bone readings. Yeah. and yeah. you know, tea leaves. Um, that's it. All right, let's take a break because we're going to talk more about this because Rue brings it up again. Um, Did I kill the room? All right, we're okay. gonna. We all get. We listen. Scarlet killed the room. So. Let's take a quick little breaky poo. Mm-hmm. You may hear an ad, you may not, but no matter what you do, please come back. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll see you in a sex. Mm-hmm. 
And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a lovely break, because I know I did. Mm. Did you all? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I um, folded some sheets Here. and ironed the kink out of... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to iron any kinks out of anything. Oh, I don't mean to offend you, Aaron. I know you love your kinks. Especially in sheets. Yes. Just waiting for the song. Kink erasure, Hillary. Kink erasure. Down that. with ironing. Okay, moving on. I know that during the break, I went online and ordered a lock of Hillary's hair, now available on our Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Squirrel Talk Podcast. Hey, wait, what's your Patreon, Erin? Um, uh, it's the bedpost show. And luckily enough, the $2 here on mine is also Hillary's hair. Yeah. Well, luckily, uh, this is everybody gets this the is hair. This is the second time I've cut my hair during the pandemic. You get a hair. You this get time a hair. I went full. I went full. Just here, I'll take my wig off. You can see this if you sign up for our pandemic, our <laughs> pandemic, our, our Patreon. Our pandemic. If you sign up for our <laughs> pandemic, if you leave the current pandemic and come to ours, you will be able to see. It's my new hair. <laughs> Hillary! Oh my God. You like shaved it all oh. off. It's cute. <laughs> I look like Ketamine before she got thin. What have you done to yourself? I love this. Did you do it yourself or did you have Adam do it? I did it myself. <laughs> it's kind of a it's kind of a buzz cut. It's kind of a buzz cut, but like what else am I supposed to do? I'm not a hairstylist that way, so you look like Debbie Moore in G.I. Jane. Well, I'm I'm going to stay this way the whole episode now. I'm a les I look like a Yeah, no need to put your I look like a back hot on. lesbian auntie. I love that you were wearing totally. a wig cap with no hair. Well, you have. Oh, that, good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to say, you have to hold your hair back. Oh, yeah, right. Good point. <laughs> Where is the I'll put this. I'll put this little piece of hair back and it will look like I have a top knot. Okay, where were we? Okay. Where were we? So we're on the runway. Our special guest judge this week is Rena Owen. Who is apparently a big New Zealand actor? Apparently, Do any of us know who that is. <laughs> well, I don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> no, you last week's guest either. Kind of looked her up, but I, I didn't did know her just right off. So, yeah, apparently she like she had a big blockbuster movie in like '94, right. and then she yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and it's true. that's what she's known for <laughs> so apparently she had a movie. big blockbuster movie in 1982 <laughs> back in the day and this is all we could get and um did you also notice they were really they were really specific about how they pronounced her name it had to be rena owen and it was like, Rina, and I was like, oh, Rina. this bitch must be particular because she must have given like them a pronunciation guide. And her oh agent God. was like, you have to say it this way. <laughs> Do we also notice that we're not the only ones who don't know who these guest judges are, but RuPaul has no idea. Oh. RuPaul's like, oh, I'm confident she has no idea. Yeah. Who are you? Confident. <laughs> she doesn't know people that she knows. Can I say though that did you two notice how how um lovely Michelle Visage's styling was? She looked 
outrageously good. She was like late sixties, early seventies, like kind of caftan-y dress blousey thing. And then her hair was kind of flipped out like a Farrah yeah. kind of, and that gray streak. And, but whoever did her, whoever, like, I don't know who did her makeup. Raven did an amazing job. Raven on, doesn't like, do Michelle. Like, Raven does, Raven does Rue, not Michelle. Good to know. Yeah. Another, another, another person to, that's, we should probably bring up in this episode specifically. We brought her up in the past. I mean, okay. Well, there you go. But anyways, I don't know. Michelle, I'm usually kind of like not really vibing with her taste level, but this look, I was like obsessed. I love it. I always love her hair. Her makeup this season is a choice. It is a choice I don't understand. (laughs) I liked today's choice. I'll say that much. For the makeup as well? For the hair? I mean, for the eyes? Yeah, the makeup, that like pinky, yeah. orangey, pinky kind of coral eye. I was like, ooh, I like this. Okay. This is something. I wasn't feeling look. that. Yeah. I wasn't feeling that. But I dug okay. it. Okay. I like that. I always think she looks like a whore from New Jersey. You know? I know. She usually does. Today, I was surprised. She usually is. Erin, when we go through the runways, we nut and cut. So if you love it, you nut it. And if you hate it, you cut I'm nutting. We're nutting all over the place. Um, Okay, first up, we have Electra Shock. Shocking us with this Mm -hmm. elevated for Electra look. (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Elevated for Electra, also yes, elevated yes, for Selena Vile. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I think this is this is very cute. I mean, like she did a nice bald cap moment, drew on a little curly, cute, well, Betty boopy kind of hair. Yeah, she is bald, right? So, but there was a cap on I top don't... of that, wasn't it? Or was it? I don't know. It looks pretty fine. I assume she had a cap, but. I don't. I liked her makeup too. I'm usually yeah. I have not been liking her makeup at all. Right. Specifically, she just has no real estate yeah. on her eyelid. Like lift that fucking brow, and like she yeah. actually looked nice this time. I was like, take the outfit, did the makeup. I nutted. Yeah, totally. I nutted all over. We're happy with this. Yeah, very nut, very simple, very yes. like cabaret. Very Liza Minnelli meets cartoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. A clear corset uh, undergarment that I wasn't a big fan of, really, mm-hmm. but it, it went with it, and it's probably the most elevated we've seen her. And also, like, it's a very yes. stylistic yeah. choice. And I kind of wonder, look, looking at this, I'm like, maybe this is Electra's drag, like more thematic and cartoon. Maybe she just doesn't have these silly fashion references that everyone else. I mean, is I think her drag is like I think she's a dancer, know? and her her drag is dance costumes, and I think that's fine for yeah. what she does. Um, but the right. thing, but she it, she doesn't she doesn't look good when she does that basic drag eye. It just doesn't yeah. look good. Yes, like she needs something different, and this was such a step right. up. Was anyone else confused by this category? No. So it was what? It was um, Sheila in the bush. Sheila in the bush. Or something. So best, best Sheila in the bush yeah, or something. Like I know that. that Sheila is their word for girl. It's like, yeah. it's like how British say bird. Um, yeah. So I knew, I or knew broad, that. Or broad, or yeah. like horror or like uh, evil or like um, Selena Vile. Okay, stop You this. know. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then I know that they're big on the bush. They're big on, I don't really know exactly what that refers to. I think it's like literally okay. like, the jungle. Like the jungle. 
That's, right? I, like out the outback. So we're looking at jungle lady, outback lady, outback lady. jungle lady, yeah, sure. nature outback lady. lady. Yeah, outback yeah. state steakhouse lady. So if, lots of like funyuns and that bloomin' onion. If thing. you, if okay, you, now I understand. If you get that we have no idea what we're talking about, go on Instagram, follow Tash Riot. She will post a video, and that and that will explain love it all it. because she's been explaining all of the down under lingo for us. Every episode. oh, I love it. Yeah, it's been yeah. Great. She's a good Selena Vile. Oh, sorry, I mean Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Okay, so that nuts all around for her. Next up, we have Kidamine coming out looking like a colorful bush, coming out with yeah. all the feathers or all the um, leaf leafings all over her. I had I had Asia flashbacks. I was like, oh no, the butterflies. I <laughs> I would. Uh, Let's be real. This was a black body contour gown um, covered in dollar store butterflies with a dollar store um, uh, collar piece collar thing. Uh Um, And I I thought it was a cute moment. It's kind of like her in the midst of a cloud of butterflies. She looks fantastic, I think. Yeah, I liked it. I definitely liked it. I thought she and her makeup was very beautiful. It was full on drag queen makeup and yeah. big black blacked out thorgy thor eyes and glam yeah very glam Told she that. looks beautiful and like this this outfit fits her beautifully uh the silhouette is gorgeous i'm into it i nut it this is drag yes this is very drag, drag. It reminded me kind of like of Aussie drag, Priscilla Queen of the Desert, speaking of. I mean, that comes up again. But this was yeah. just very that. It was just, yep, that was beautiful. Indeed. And I'm not sure what's happening down under, but um, Maxi Shield takes us down south and gives us a southern bell. I didn't. Here's where I was very confused at the the theme yeah. of the runway. I was like, what are we, do- what are we yeah. doing again? Why are you wearing this? This costume piece, you know. Yeah, apparently her bush is Sunday in Sunday in the park with George. Um, is that what she said? That. Is that her reference? No, I, no, but that's what I got. It was very like Sunday in the park with George, you know, like just that woman. Yeah, kind of. in the park. I, it is a British reference, kind of like maybe that's the thing. Uh, I like woman that with out in the bush. I like that her take on every category is like make it the matron like make it like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, at the prom mm-hmm. she gave us the oh, somebody mentioned that they were happy she wasn't doing the matron this runway and i was like i'm sorry How she <laughs> somebody said that i swear someone on the panel said that this time she gave us something other than an old lady i was like what? that's all i see that's all i see you know what this kind of reminded me of though like was like you know tarzan um jane. and jane mm-hmm. yeah old mm-hmm. school jane like not new school jane where they try and make her cool and put her in khakis but like old school jane like from yeah. the old books where she's yeah. a lady and she's dressed in white mm-hmm. and a parasol and stuff like that one of my favorite porns is a tarzan um parody with Diego <laughs> sands as tarzan. <laughs> as tarzan well there you go so Karen from finance, what's she wear again? I don't know. She's boring. She's um, actually, she's not boring oh yeah, right she's now. She's the fireman. She's the doing the she's fireman. She's the fireman. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I like it. I like the reason she's doing it. Um, a message for the firefighters who work so hard, the volunteer firefighters who work so hard during um, the huge Australian wildfires that happened yeah. last year um, that wiped out a lot of like uh, conservation areas and animals and such. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I yeah, think she looks great doing it too. I think I, I, uh, I purchased I two donation dildos that this sex toy company in Australia, Geeky Sex Toys, uh-huh. they were like, anytime there's some sort of a disaster, they try to fundraise for it. So I have two uh, down under donation dildos. They have koalas on them. Natalie Norman got one. Nice. <laughs> got one and, they, and we reviewed them together. Nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was happy to see some, some, like uh, something that I was very intimately acquainted with. <laughs> intimately. I f- very intimately. Um, on the runway today, yeah. Yeah. This one was for you, Anne. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of glam. I, I guess the one little niggly thing that probably threw me off was she just, she was wearing Coco Peru's hair underneath that helmet. <laughs> I don't know. It worked for me. It did work for me. Though. It was I very was, just was, girl next door. It was, but yeah. it was just like Coco Peru, and I was just like, "Oh, I, that's Coco Peru in a fireman's suit." It, <laughs> um, Tina Burner was shitting herself was like, as well. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, all I saw was Coco Peru, and I was just like, "Take that helmet off your head! I want to see Coco Peru." <laughs> It is very much a cocoa wig. It's that like red with the flip underneath. Um, um, yeah, but I, I can't cut it because I think it was well done and it was like all lacy and stuff on top. Like, man, what weird, insignificant effort went into this ugly costume that is completely <laughs> camp and messy, but I'm not going to cut it because it looked like it was expensive i guess okay yeah no i met it i liked it i was into it yeah and that and it looked like kind of like a gown but it was actually like culottes i think you call them culottes right that's a word i learned you know like pants pants that i learned it on barb and star go to vista del mar oh i never watched that is it funny it's pretty funny yeah their culottes save them in the end because they are falling and then their culottes go (laughs) 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 okay that's 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 hilarious um Um, okay art simone's next up on the runway oh yeah the cork fringe hat this was a reference the cork fringe hat that was what it speaking of art simone she throws a lot of the fan this was very all over the place for me like there was a reveal, there was a cork hat. I was like, "Are you even doing the challenge? Do you just right? Did you not know what to bring, and you just wore five looks at the same time?" <laughs> That's fair. It's interesting because, like, I get the Kath and Kim reference. I don't get what it has yeah. to do with with this first look. The bill with the Billy Porter reference, with right? That hat. Yeah. With the hat, you know, yeah. with the. Wait, yeah. does this one open? It does open. It does. It does, which was which I can appreciate that. But yeah, I agree what you're saying with like what are these looks? You know, it's just a bunch of different pieces kind of. Yeah. I think it's a manual yeah. open. Like she just has to like tilt her head back and they fall back or something like that. I don't know. I don't do you think she put electronics in that hat? No. I thought I saw it like open like that, like the reference hat. It may be battery operated. 
why would you spend so much money on such an ugly hat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> like, I don't understand this thinking. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm going to give her a cut because I don't get what the two references have to do with each other. It's not a cohesive thing for me. Although I do like her Kathy and Kim look. I did like it, but it felt pedestrian, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, She's I mean, I love the Kathy and Kim. Jeans and a shirt. She reminded, yeah. me, she reminded me of my character, Auntie Hill Hill. But I mean, Auntie Hill Hill takes me three minutes to put on because it's a... It's a sweater, some pants, and a shitty wig. So I all mean, your drag takes you three minutes to put on. <laughs> I think this outfit could have maybe been in the challenge, but not on the runway. Yeah, that's true. Could have been in a challenge, you know. Yeah, uh, it it would have been appropriate if it was the right the right runway this is not the right runway i know it's kath and kim but this is just lazy i think and yeah. not yeah. really her best sheila of the bush kath hey. and kim is in the bush what are you talking about no cut 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 cut, <laughs> cut it out now next up we have etc etc um coming out yes. looking like a literal bush I like this overcoat. It's beautiful. It is really cool. Yeah, I, I do really like appreciate it. this thing. I mean, come on. This is like, I you know, I love a loofah, Selena. You do. This you is do. A, this is a <laughs> loofahs are kind of um, tricky because a lot of loofahs are friggin' ugly. Like I've seen mm-hmm. weird combinations of of uh, the patterns that are just not nice, and this actually kind of pulls it off. Like it does look like she's in a jungle, you know. Yes. And it, Mm-hmm. It, and not s- only that the inside is lined uh-huh. like fire colors and uh-huh. then inside she's just this simple black dress uh which could have yep. been better but the message is pretty clear i really yep. love the contrast between super bright pops of color including the wig and the makeup and the whole coat and then opening that up to a black which it like symbolizes like the ash it's like bush yeah. fire ashes um yeah and i think i think it was just such a stunning i think it's a stunning way to do it and not only that then she has a little pull like in her bra where she just has a little rope of flower that comes a little out. sprout yes what a message this is this is the challenge this is the challenge like mm-hmm. this is a nut for me this is well yeah. done mm-hmm. yeah definitely double nut Absolutely stunning. Probably my favorite look on the runway. Great yeah. work. She also looks beautiful. I love yeah, her that. makeup and that wig was so cool. Yes. So chic. So, so fashionable. Yeah, the yeah. color of it. Like, I was very into it. I mean, mm-hmm. th- this outfit really makes me feel exactly how I feel about um, et cetera, et cetera. She is a pile of shit that I wish I could set on fire and burn. <laughs> but you know what? Wow. There's something there. There's something there. <laughs> It's a little thing. Yeah. It's going to take time to grow. And I want her to go and grow and turn into the beautiful person she deserves to be. But she's just a fucking mess right now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once she learns yeah. to be a good person, she'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yep. Last but least comes Scarlett Adams. 
in a silver Priscilla Queen of the Desert outfit. This is a little on the nose. Yeah, that. And it's just hard to see her after like these these moments earlier in the episode. Yeah. It's hard to look at this queen objectively now and think, oh, what a beautiful look she's created. <laughs> It's really hard because I'm looking at her and I just can't not. Yeah. Could you not just were you when the whole time when you were looking at her strutting down the alleyway uh, aisle uh, thing thing you walk on? You know what you call it? I don't know. It's a thing you walk on it and models go down it. The cat. You run on it. Never heard of it. Yeah, Yeah, it's a weight. Heels. I don't know. I've never done it myself. I'm not. I'm not good at it. Selena's done it. You run down the way. Felines. Felines walk on it. Yeah. Air, airplanes yeah, yeah. take off from it occasionally. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, in a certain so, way, the tarmac, the tarmac, yeah, yeah like, the to tarmac. The, always to the left. <laughs> um, so anyway, but I don't know if you were like you're just watching or doing this Priscilla thing, and like you're, I'm yes. just like kind of visualizing her in, <laughs> a little bit in blackface. <laughs> like I can't, I yeah. can't get that image out of my head. I'm like seriously, same, honestly, same. Uh, I know okay. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, again, I don't really know how... This is kind of the theme, because this is a Sheila in the bush. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, literally is a Sheila in the bush. Yes. The whole story yeah, is yeah. drag queens in the desert in Australia, blah, 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 doing their yep. thing. Very on the nose. Good look. Kind of cool. But um, how do you get past this? How do you solve yeah. a problem like a racist... But- how you thought? Yeah. Well, you do it like this. Kink, 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 kink. So stupid. I can't wait for people to subscribe to our Patreon just to see this dance. Just see this crazy dance. I love it. I love it. It looks even better without the wig. <laughs> That's right. I love it. Um, so I don't know whether to give this a nut or a cut. I'm just going to give this a, I would like to abstain from judging her for the a moment. what? I'll give, give it a, a what? what? Oh my god, Aaron! That's the first thing we've heard. That's how we heard that. Give it a what? <laughs> you can have it. Oh my god, let's what? give it a what? Okay, we may use that in the future. I'll credit you every time we use it, though. Um, Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those are our runways, and now we yes. watch our videos. So we watch the commercials that they made. Um, mm-hmm. I really like. Electra, as it really translated how hard she worked in that, like to direct it. It's a really great yeah. concept to like to make the Rue thing where it's like a basic Electra and then she pauses it and goes, That used to be me. Like, that's so good. Yeah, it, very infomercial. Really good. Yeah. 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 Good for her. We love her. And like a new way to do this challenge. Like, yeah. this challenge is has been done, 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 done on, on yeah. Drag Race. And there's a formula, right? So she, she, you know, both reference that formula and then played with it a bit. The pausing of the thing off the top. I was like, oh, okay, I haven't really seen a drag queen do it that way, have I? Great. Yeah. Because, oh, it's been done to death, this challenge. It has. Yeah. It I has. definitely agree. I think, yeah. honestly, hers was the standout. You know, we were talking about this stuff before already. And yeah, hers was the standout. Hers was probably the top. And uh, the rest of them were kind of middle of the road. And, and uh, talent. And yeah, talent. I like that. And I was like, please have a joke. Please have a joke. Please have a joke. Like for that last <laughs> C-U-M-T. I'm like, just give me a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so many. Uh, my question at the end of all of these uh, videos was essentially, okay, 
So we have two ways that the judges can go in judging the bottom. Because there was a clear winner, there was mediocre, and then there was, do we put the struggle buses in the bottom or do Mm -hmm. we put the ones Mm -hmm. with no taste in the bottom? Mm -hmm. And for me, Mm -hmm. et cetera and Scarlett have no taste for different and similar reasons. And um, I think it was art and uh, Maxi were struggle buses to get their stuff Mm -hmm. Right. So like mm-hmm. it was very interesting to me. They ended up putting one of each. Right. In That's the right. bottom. So yeah, what what were what what would you what how would you judge this? Would you go more struggle bus or more shitty people, shitty content? <laughs> I think I would just go with the one that I hated the most. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they picked the right ones. Like, because Maxie's was just unforgivably boring. Like she didn't give us character or she didn't go far enough with her character. Like for her to be like, this is going to make you super sexual and then just sit there and just have two sexy men on her who were more focused on the food that they had than on her. Like, you know, what's funny though about that is that maybe it's just me and my lack of sexual energy in general, but I, Uh I related with Maxie in that. I was kind of like, what you yeah. know, like, what does a what does a horn bag look to most people? Like most people, <gasps> boobs, boobs, <gasps> <gasps> to me it's just like <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. But here's and the that thing, was exactly though, what she was doing. If you would make a bigger <sighs> joke of it. Like you would she barely made she was in the background. That's the problem, is she was in the background of it. And mm-hmm. yeah. And so the focus wasn't on, like, it just looked like she didn't know what she was doing as opposed to yeah. it was an intentional choice for her to not actually be sexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I see what you mean. Um, I'm just trying to, trying to give credit where credit is due since all of you are so sexual all the time and expect <laughs> sexual things. <laughs> Sexy motherfuckers. Um, okay. So Stay let's move on Hillary to the other a girl who was in the bottom. Etc. was in the bottom. Do you think that was just... What? Did you just call me? I said stay tuned for Hillary as a guest on Bedford Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a real boring episode. Um, <laughs> it's going to be Hillary going, I hate sex. I hate everything that has to do with sex. Yeah, no, it's, it's literally going to be Aaron says, so do you like this dildo? And I'll be like, no. no. <laughs> and then there will be a pause. Just no. And then she'll be like, so I have this other one. And I'll be like, I also don't like no. that one. Okay. Um, so- <laughs> okay, but et cetera, et cetera is also in the bottom. Do you agree with that choice? A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I kind of liked piss. I like parts of that, but I was like, you didn't do anything. Again, where are the jokes? That's the thing. It's- Show me the jokes. I'm not mad at the choice of piss. I'm not mad at the me choice neither. of piss. It's the, it's, the, no. it's the execution of it that was not strong. Yeah, I saw her really going for like that kind of Alaska Thunder uh, fun. Yes, uh, kind of yes. Where it was like piss, a jar mm-hmm. of piss. And really, if you would underplay it a little bit, but she went into this weird, gross territory of like, oh, it's funny that I'm peeing. You know, it's like, it's not funny that you're peeing. 
you know, yeah. like mm, there's subtlety that has to be done. Anyway, yep. So those two were in the bottom, Electra and the other one. I don't know her name. No, Electra was what not was in the this? bottom. No, Electra won. Electra won. <laughs> oh, et cetera, et cetera. I don't oh, know cetera, these girls. I don't care yeah. about this show. This show sucks. Let's move on. I know. Let's cancel it. Um, it's Etcetera and Maxi. Um, so before they go, Rue is like, "So, Scarlet, you're racist, I hear." And then, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Scarlet gives her teary apology. And we've been waiting for this for the whole episode. We're waiting for this because they even yeah. teased it out in the end of last episode, right? That yeah. RuPaul, you know, they teased this out for us. So we're waiting for it, waiting for it to see what the fuck Rue is going to say. What's going to happen with Scarlet? Mm-hmm. And Did you then. see the assholes of all those white people in the room just tighten the fuck up when that was brought up? And they're just like, Ooh! because yeah. the thing is, the thing is, every single one of us, and I'm speaking mm-hmm. for white people in general, we all done fucked up for a long time and we're yep. all making retributions and yep. learning. So I don't know where I'm going with that, but like, I mean, you could see, you could see Karen just being like, don't ask about my tattoo. Don't ask about my tattoo. Don't ask about my tattoo. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Yes. And, but also it's like, yes, that, that it was like this so far, this episode, it's been a conversation amongst white people. So it's like, great RuPaul, the black, the only black person in the room. Uh-huh. Surely she's going to give us like this alternate narrative surrounding, um, you know, whatever specifics she wants to go into. Right. And then, and then what a disappointment. Do you know what Ru made a bigger <laughs> deal of? Do you know what Ru was more angry about? I do H and M. H and M. H and M. H and motherfucking M. There's a great meme that's like racism. I can forgive, but H and M. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Racism you can forgive. Yeah, that community uh, meme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, let's make this a teachable moment. Oh, 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 oh. oh my check for fifty thousand dollars. Uh-huh. Thank you. Well, moving on. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was whatever. I mean, but the but was... the the alternative is though is like this is a TV show. They have these girls for whatever reason. What is she gonna do? Throw Scarlet out of the Kick her off. Yes. Should she? Yes. Should she? Yes. Yeah. Should she just be like, you're yes, out? I think so. But here's yeah. the thing. If she kicks Scarlet Consequences. Out, mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. But like, if she kicks Scarlet out, should she kick like all of them out? Because <laughs> Karen, Karen from finance definitely has some stuff. <laughs> no, I think, I think yes. Bring all the queens of color back. Yeah. What they should have done was had Coco and Jojo come back and replace yes. Karen. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, yeah. I'm dead serious when yeah. I say yes, they could have done that yeah. and should have. Yeah. Or, like, remember when Katy yeah. Perry, when, yeah. when Alyssa did Katy Perry on Snatch Game, yeah. and then Rue was like, you have to tweet an apology to Katy Perry. Yeah. Where was that energy here? Like, where was that, like, I want you to tweet an apology to, like, the indigenous and black community. I want you yeah. to, like... Like, the rage we usually get from RuPaul about, like, like no fucking excuses! Yeah. I don't want to hear no fucking excuses! Like, where the fuck... 
Yeah. What's yeah. that? Yeah. I don't want to hear any fucking excuses unless you're a white racist. Then some excuses are fine. <laughs> Let's move on. Because <laughs> Rue exactly. herself is one of the most problematic people in yes. the world. Yes, well, there's that. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. like, if they cancel you, then they have to cancel me. She's, she can be problematic, right. and I don't love the word problematic sometimes, but like, she's also one of the most powerful fucking black people uh, in North America right now, mm-hmm. and. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. This is a this is a larger conversation that I don't know if we want to get into. But like, there's there's gonna be people of all races, genders, and skin colors, and um, you know that that just fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. So like, we, uh, we, we're we kind don't... of getting into this new. We're getting into this new territory of like dealing with uh, people that suck that shouldn't suck and um it's new ground this is new stuff this is 2021 i guess we don't get an untucked this week which makes me wonder like did shit go down Mm. and untucked that they couldn't air like wow was was there a deeper conversation happening because like this moment just happened it was just kind of like so scarlet you did blackface and it's like and then everyone and it's like so anyone else done it and everyone puts their hand yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's so true probably (laughs) that could have totally been it so what do do we think think about the lip sync um okay the song itself is absolutely everybody by vanessa amorosi and apparently i've been told that this song is like the song in australia like this is the one that's like this is our song it's like what um uh what like i will survive is to us this is to them okay yeah I was sticking the song, you know, it, it's funny with like the international drag races. It's like they always choose a song from, you know, the local artists or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes the the quality of like whether the song is lip syncable or not mm-hmm. is compromised when in their choices. This time I felt like, yes, this is a lip sync song. Mm-hmm. We're getting, yeah, I will survive vibes basically. Yeah. And I yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Maxie's um, secret microphone. Reveal. <laughs> Because I literally have it. Oh, I love that. I got tricks up my sleeve. I've literally got a trick up my sleeve. Literally, yeah. (laughs) Like, but, but, you know, should that have won it for her? I wasn't mad about Maxie winning this. Like, I think Electra actually did a really good job. But like, not Alexa, so etc. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do this every time. I'm glad she's gone so we can only focus. But like, yeah, yeah etc. I just don't think uh, embodied the song quite as well. It was just kind of all over the place. And I thought she kind of brought the joy to the song. She did. Because the song was about like, what was it about? Love and dancing and shit. It's about absolutely everybody. Everything. Yeah, I thought it's, yeah, it's about everything and everybody. But it was um, just kind of that old school um, thing that Maxie was doing that just kind of won it for me. Because she was really just Yeah, in I it. feel you. She was just in uh-huh. it. That gag was so good. And it was a good like, gag. It was, it was cute. Fun. It was a really good gag. And she didn't need to do anything else with it. You know what I mean? She doesn't need to sing in that microphone for the rest of the song. It was and so good. And let's face it, yeah. uh, et cetera, et cetera, was already in the bottom. Um, so the writing was on the wall okay. when, when that happened. So Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of expecting her to save them both, even though I, I don't want more people to come know, back right? and stick around and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But... Um, 
you know, I I was surprised when it was just like, oh no, she's going. Oh, she's yeah. getting cut. Okay, there she goes. There she goes. I kept anticipating uh wait you know whatever the fuck it's gonna be yeah i'm not ready to have you leave whatever she said to candy but yeah yeah no they're not gonna do that again i mean i hope not but uh etc is etc is is gone now so you know it's kind of a mixed emotion kind of feeling for me because uh yeah it's another minority that's gone (laughs) right it's another minority cut from the fucking show right our non-binary representation it's like they're getting rid of anybody who's gonna call out racism (laughs) wow wow they did that wow but at the same time but at the same time like one of the most negative people uh so i wonder how that'll affect the room in general Yep, probably positive. I gotta say, I yeah. can't wait till this season is over because <laughs> as much as I think it's important for us to talk about the topic of racism, we do it a lot on this particular series. And oh my god, I can imagine. Like I'm 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 ready for it to stop talking about problematic people. Yeah, yeah. like this season feels like I don't know if either of you are or were ever wrestling fans like even nostalgically when you were yeah, kids 80s, or something but sure. this, this is this is as difficult to watch as wrestling is to watch <laughs> nowadays like it's that it's <laughs> hasn't wrestling gotten a lot more woke like hasn't wrestling gotten a lot more like <sighs> self-aware i don't think so oh i don't know because like maybe like sure a bit maybe but there's i think there's a lot more tope tokenizations and like more representation mm. here and there but it's still a sport dominated by straight cis white guys so i mean you know because i know a, there's one particular a, wrestler called sunny something who is like a queer black super yeah. femme um wrestler mm-hmm. who's just like like does like like twerking like as they're fucking beating someone up like it's just like i think it's gotten a lot more queer i don't know yeah as opposed to like Gold Dust in the past, who was the who was the heel gay character where people would just flat out yell like faggot, <gasps> like chance yeah. of faggot, 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 you know, happening like not too long ago. Oh, <laughs> like, Gold Dust. I yeah. didn't know about Gold Dust. Okay. Yeah, right. it's it's a it's just writhe with problematic stuff like yeah Yeah. just this this it's just you know i love drag race i love drag race Mm -hmm. i really do i'm a huge fucking fan Mm -hmm. but it feels this complicated to watch at this point sometimes like for certainly this this season it feels complicated yes at this well i said it before and i'll say it again i i knew coming into the australian season yeah i i mean uh, I knew it would be appropriate for me to come back to Squirrel Talk and chat about you know Australia because it's very camp drag and that's my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I was also like, mm-hmm. <sighs> I am pretty sure that they are they have some stuff that we're gonna have to talk about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's gonna be tough. Yeah, because I'm a I'm just a white woman dealing with my own stuff, and um, I don't like to try and speak for everybody and that's why i'm always just trying to speak from my own perspective and just like owning our shit and my shit so um yeah it's disappointing it's disappointing 
It's just a little disappointing to see. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because I also love a lot of the drag aesthetic. It's very camp. Uh, I know. It is very irreverent. Yeah. It is very edgy, but um, sometimes in a negative way. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so. keep our fingers crossed for all stars. That's all we can do. Yeah, they finally cast two. They did a review. We have two trans women. Two, Fucking love two it. Post op trans two women. women. Yeah, two women on the show. Uh, love it. Yeah, it's going to be such a good thing, especially because Trinity K. Bonet is one of my all-time favorite competitors. And I'm <gasps> I screamed. So happy yep. she's back, but she's also said some very transphobic things about the show. No, see why? Yeah, that's the thing. Is she's ve- <laughs> she's very much on team. Let's not cast people with breasts on the show. But now they put her on a season <laughs> with two of them. With Jiggly so and Sonique. Yeah. I am hoping it's a conversation okay. that we see. I'm hoping we see a change in Trinity's perspective. Yeah. Because I want to love oh her. God. Are, I hate you know, to hear that. Yeah. People are com- people are complicated. And um I mean, you know what I practice every day? I I practice the art of trying Ukulele. not to hate people. Besides ukulele, <laughs> the art of trying not to hate people. You know, right. I have a big yeah. picture right. of, you know, someone I hate up in my room, and I'm just like, I don't hate Take you down anymore. that picture of me, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a picture of Selena Vile. So. <laughs> I don't hate All you. All right. Well, much. Aaron, tell us where, where can we find you on your socials? Where do we follow you and subscribe to you? Oh, thanks. Uh, the Bedpost Podcast on all your favorite podcasting apps. Um, I'm on Twitter. That's where I'm the most active, at the Lady Pim one It's my dominatrix profile. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, I'm at the Lady Pim or at the Bedpost Podcast, which, of course, is for the podcast. My Patreon is patreon.com slash the Bedpost Show. And do you have any subscription codes for us for Ikea? Because that would be helpful. <laughs> Always. It's a uh, um, bedpost. Sure. Yeah. 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 Ikea. Try, it. Try, it. Viewers, yeah. Aaron, Try it. Viewers. Yeah. Aaron at Ikea. Try it. I'm sure it'll work. Try it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's it. You know, you're doing that drag. You're putting a drag 20 for all your, yeah. <laughs> after listening to yeah. Alaskan uh-huh. It's always uh-huh. drag or drag 20. Just put uh-huh. it in it everywhere. You might get some. Offer yeah. code drag. Um, you can follow us on the Instagram at Squirrel Talk Podcast. You can also find us on Patreon at Squirrel Talk Podcast. I'm Selena Vile at Selena Vile and uh, Hillary Yes at Hillary Yes I'm is where you can find her. Hillary Yes at Hillary Yes. Um, if you look in the description of this podcast, that's where you'll find these these handles. <laughs> I guess that's the end. That's the end, everybody. Thanks for joining us, Erin. Thanks for having me, gals. And good luck with the Canadian Podcast Awards. Good luck. Goodbye now. Yeah, nice. we're totally going to beat your ass. Um, we're not, what? We're not nominated in the same category. Okay. Are we all fair? <laughs> we'll all be great. We'll all win our own categories. Great. Are we, are we off here? Are we off no, here, not yet. Selena okay. Vile? And... I don't want to talk to your ugly face anymore, you ugly, <laughs> ugly, ugly, ugly. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, sorry, we're on air. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, spread positivity. Spread positivity. <laughs> and goodbye. Yeah. Oh, when you're left, then think about it.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!